phone is ringing? Mine, mine. Whose phone is ringing? Shut up and sit down. In just a few minutes, I get to interview Jean Marc, South African skateboarder. He's done it all. He's achieved so much on an international level. He's he's killing the game right now as a young skateboarder, the skateboarder that grew up on the streets of Cape Town. Uh, the, the, this, these are his top five achievements. First SA skate athlete in history to win gold, silver and bronze in International World Series events in 2016 and 2018. Uh, Guinea's world record holder and international record holder 2017, 2018, 2019 and 2020. First skateboarder, first skateboarder in SA history to receive the Chairman's Sports Award. Indonesia Extreme Games medalist 2018. Highest ranked Cape Town skateboarder in the world for uh, Olympic skateboarding. So that's just his top five top five um, uh, achievements and those are the ones that he said are his his favorites so he, those are his top five um, so I'm jumping onto a zoom chat with him in 10 minutes I would appreciate it if you could listen it would be great so I'm going to interview him ask him a couple of questions from a creative point of view um, I mean I've watched a lot of his I've watched a lot of his interviews and they're all the same skateboarding how did you get there blah 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 all that stuff I'm trying to take it from a different angle find out how he feels when he does it, what he's done, how he's achieved it, all those kind of things. Would love it if you could take a look. Oh, cool, thank you. Thank you, that's pretty, I must say you're pretty pro. It seems like you're pretty pro at, at uh, <laughs> Is that everything? The way you communicate, the way you uh, respond to stuff, how quickly you respond. You know, it's un it's unlike skate. <laughs> <laughs> I get I get that a lot. Yeah. You know, you get this you get this impression that skateboarders are slack, that they like aren't really serious about about doing anything. You know, it's just it's just about skating. It's just about the board. It's just about you know living in the moment. It seems, but it seems, yeah. it's, at least for, to me, it seems like you can throw it. I mean, you really take it seriously. Thank you. I do. I do. Definitely. Why? Um, well, <clears throat> you know, aside from the fact that it's obviously, you know, you know what I do every single day, it's, it's more than that. I mean, it's, 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 there's a lot of passion behind it, you know, um, and just, you know, my personality, me being, you know, a very uh, driven, ambitious person, you know, you obviously have to take into account that, you know, if you're going to chase anything that's big, there's going to be a lot of discipline behind it. Um, and I think the sooner, I don't know, you know, that comes to realization, you know, the sooner you, you know, start acting on it. And for me, it, you know, obviously came to realization at a very young age. Um, and yeah, you know, it's definitely, I can say, if, you know, skateboarding and, you know, how serious I took it basically, you know, made the person I am today. Really? Really? Definitely. Oh, cool. Well, that's great. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I love the, I mean, I don't know your story, maybe you can, maybe you can tell me the story, but like, I just, <clears throat> you know, I admire, I admire success, you know, I really do, 
wherever it is, you know, and 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 let's yeah. be honest, in South Africa, the success stories when it comes to skates are very, are very few, you know, very few and far between, especially on the international stage. Um, and, yeah. Uh, and and that's why I just said, hey, I want to talk to you, you know, find out what it is, <laughs> you know, find out why yeah. why you, I mean, why, like, do you, are you just working extra hard? Are you are you just super talented or? Yeah, I mean, if, if you go to the skate parks, you go to the street or whatever, there's kids that are there every day. And, you know, uh, or before lockdown, yeah. and putting in the hours, putting in the time, you know, eat, sleep, dream, skate, you know, but, you know, are they achieving what, you know, the levels of, of success are just or why? So what makes you different? Like, how do you do it? Um, you know, the thing is, I, and I, I think I came at, also, again, it came at a very young age. Um, how young? You know, 11 years old, hmm. 11 years old. I mean, I, I, I started skateboarding. The thing is, you know, in my life, uh, when I started, when I realized that I loved sport, it's just, you know, I loved sport. I just, the energy, everything about it. Um, but the problem was I couldn't participate in it. Um, I, I was born with um, asthma and really, really bad. I was in hospital for months at a time um, I couldn't run for about a minute and it's you know so I just had a fear of sport you know because I know what happens when I try and do it so skateboarding and I didn't take to me like a sport definitely didn't take to me like a sport it, it was just a more it was more energetic there was no limit you know and me as a person all I wanted was just to live a day without limits you know just know what that feels like what were those what were um, those other sports sorry to back in what were those other sports that you were interested in uh uh soccer um you know there was a lot of other sports that really you know caught my eye you know my 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 grandfather you know he was a boxer in you know back in his day and he was you know pretty much professional at the time um so i mean you know my family is really athletic um but you know, obviously, the, on my side, I saw all of this around me, um, but I couldn't, I couldn't get there. You know, um, so I, yeah. So I mean, I, aside from skateboarding, you know, I was l living every single day, looking at something I want, but I just cannot get there. You know, and I think eventually I built this thing up in my mind um, that you know it's impossible. It's impossible, definitely. And when I started skateboarding, it took me about, I think, just about a year. Um, I was at the skate park every weekend, every single day. I couldn't do much, uh, you know, when I started skateboarding. Mm -hmm. um, so I was using my friends' boards and, and everything. So eventually I thought, okay, I like what I'm doing right now. I'm enjoying this. I want to get my own board. Right. Um, went back home, 10 years old ask my parents, you know, can I get a board maybe for my birthday or something? And, you know, they go into the back and they take out their old board. No way. And, yeah. So they were skaters back in their day and I go, wow. Okay. Look, it's not, it wasn't like the state of the art. <laughs> I think the board was made out of plastic or something. If I remember correctly, <laughs> but to me it resembled a skateboard. So I was, I thought, okay, cool. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. So I, I, every single day till the street lights went on, that was what I was doing. I was outside, I was in my room, I was on the board, dropped me off at the skate park on a weekend, and then 
there was like I didn't know what competitive skateboarding was. So, you know, I didn't I didn't think about that. But the bug had bitten. Like you were this you knew that you enjoyed skating from sun up to sundown. Exactly, exactly. And I was but the thing is where I was learning, I was on my own and there was no one watching, there was nobody around, no skateboarding, no skate box, nothing. So no, every Cape single Town, right? day, you grew, you grew up in Cape Town. Yeah, Athlone, uh, Athlone, Cape Town. Yeah. So there was nothing around me, no crowds, no people, other skaters kind of like teaching me how to do things. So I personally didn't know where I was at level-wise. Right. You know. So there was a contest at a skate park, uh, one the local one I kept going to, and I saw it and I saw the names and I thought, wow, like these. Or big names in South Africa, you know, I want to see them skate. And I said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show up at the contest. All my friends from school knew about it, so I thought, okay, let's just all go. But I didn't like crowds. I really didn't like to be that kind of person. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. So one of my friends knew that, <laughs> and he decided it was a. This contest was a pro amateur open, right? So you could. You could enter, but the catch was you going against the pros. Right. So he he goes and puts my name down as a joke, right? And <laughs> I didn't know he did that. And we had the contest, and they call my name out. And I look around because obviously that's I didn't do that, so there's a mistake here. <laughs> and all of them just start, <laughs> all of them just start laughing. And I go, okay. I start laughing. I thought, okay, I realized what just happened. And eventually, I said, you know what? Let's just go skate and enjoy it because it's a literally just a joke right now right and i remember dropping in and i completely just i went blank i didn't even i don't even remember what i was doing i just kept doing what i was doing alone all the time for the past two years came to the end of the contest <clears throat> and i won no way. they told me yeah you got the highest score uh in the pro-am contest you know you won i didn't know what that meant um i asked well what did I win? <laughs> they said, oh, well, obviously, you know, the prize, prize money, whatever. Um, and also there was like sponsorship as well with that. And I was 11, so I couldn't sign a contract. Um, where, 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 was, so obviously, where, where was, where was the competition at one of the skate parks? Uh, yeah, it was in Cape Town. It was in Claremont. Uh, there was a skate park on the rooftop. Oh, cool. Quite a popular one. And well, I'll never forget. Was that, like, one of was that one of the Boogaloo skate parks or something? There we go. Yeah, there we go. There we go. And that was that was that. And then I realized something, and I think everyone around me realized that you know there's there's something here. You know, there's definitely something happening right now. And they made me realize it more. But obviously, I was I was still in school. I was 11 years old. You know. Yeah. And came to a kind of skateboarding. Kind of took a backseat when I went to high school. Um, you know, at well when I was 15. I saw the ranking and it, I was in the top 10 in South Africa and I was really stoked about it. Um, but then when it, obviously when I came to high school, I took a little bit of a backseat because, you know, obviously just finishing high school, matriculating, that's, that was it for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all I focused on. And, you know, um, came to the end of high school and I thought, wow, you know, I think I want to try and take this international, you know, I, I think I'm just going to dream that big right now. And see what's out there, you know. I've been competing here. I've seen what what there is, you know. Yeah. I just want to start something new. Um, and this all came from that that same like 
search for me to find something that was limitless, you know, right. every single day. Because right. now I, because now I found something, you know, I found something that I could kind of, um, you know, drive all that energy that I was, you know, had all that ambition that I had. I found a, a, a avenue, an outlet that I could just express myself. And right. it, yeah, and it shows every time I'm in a contest, um, you know, when I'm in a contest and I think 2016, when I got invited to the FICE World Series internationally, it was the first time they invited a South African skateboarder. Um, so you were invited, the right? There's no kind of PR that you've got to do to put yourself out there. Oh, you know, they just look. Uh, no, yeah. They they saw me on social media and right. um, they just said, you know, come out to the contest. Obviously, I was I wasn't profi- not professional, so I skate the amateur contest. Um, do they pay? Do they pay for that if they invite you? Do they pay for you to fly over and do the thing? Uh, sometimes, but I've, I paid my own way, uh, for this one. Um, so I went out there and it was, wow, the level. Where was this now? Where was this? Uh, this was in, in Chengdu, China. And the level was unbelievable. I mean, you know, I couldn't even believe what I was seeing and this level of contest. And I thought to myself, you know what, I'm having fun. I'm just going to continue to do what I've, I've been doing since I was 11 years old. And that day, I remember the came to the contest and I was, my breathing was pretty bad that day. Um, and I just thought, no ways, you know, I, this is not going to stop me right now, for sure. Not going to stop me and came to the finals. I made it all the way to the finals and I knew, I knew, <laughs> I knew that day that ever since skateboarding started in Africa, there's never been a skateboarder that has won international gold in anything no in, pressure in a contest. Right? no <laughs> pressure so i came to the, <laughs> so i came to the, fi- the the finish line and all i had to do was just cross over and i remember one of the guys in the contest um one of my favorite skateboarders in the world that uh, used to actually ride you know um for quite a, a few big brands and he told me look man who's that if you fall um his name is william and uh he's he's just for me he's like one of like he's a little bit underground but like for me he was one of the best skateboarders i've That's ever seen cool. and he's from europe and he says look man if you fall once in the final that's it you know this this is it like this is it you can either be perfect or you know you can believe in yourself 150 percent right now or not and i thought wow that was something that really clicked in my head but at the same time i was fighting something else my my breathing was really bad and at the end of it i told myself i I said you know aside from everything this is another opportunity for me to prove myself wrong that this is not going to limit me nothing's going to limit me regardless of how bad it gets yeah came to the came to the contest every trick that i did i never practiced i just i went at it and I actually, to the day, I don't even remember doing those tricks when I watch it back. <laughs> um, every single thing, um, right to the last second. And I was just having fun, you know, at, throughout the done, I was not even focusing on the contest. Came to the end of it. They told me, look, you won the Vice World Series, um, first SA gold in history. So I was, that was a big shock to me. Um, and it really, it was that one moment that in my life that I was looking for that 
almost, uh, you know, confirmed everything in my head that I was believing of myself was, it was, I made it up. I made it reality. And just as much as I made my limits reality, mm. I made limitless reality, limitless reality as well. So that was something that made a lot of sense to me, you know? And every time I hit something like that, um, like, uh, for example, yesterday we were filming and I came there with a plan A, chicks that I was trying. And then I decided, you know, I'm going to try things that I never, I could never do in my life. Just, yeah. we're going to do it. And I'm going to keep chipping away until I land it. So we did that and I applied the same thing that as much as I sit this way, you can go this way and you you can continue to fight until you see success. So that is something that I realized is at an early age and it's something when you, when you do it, you never forget it. You will never forget that kind of experience at all. Let's step back. So let's go back to that point where you finished high school. Now you said to yourself, it's all or nothing, right? And now I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, you know, I, you know, I've achieved a certain level. What was there, was there this typical thing of, I need to study something real, uh, plan B, you know, what happens if I, if I go and skate and I break an ankle, at least I can become, I don't know, I'm in advertising or I've got a, I've got a real job as they always say, you know, yeah. was there a plan B yeah. or something where you said, okay, cool. I actually need to get an education. I really want to skate. I can really be successful, but I want to do something. I, I need to do something else. I don't really want to do it, but I need to do something else. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, when I finished high school, I went to study at city varsity in Cape town, um, animation and design. And it was also for me another uh, platform because, you know, I was as a creative person. Um, that's something that, you know, I really, really enjoyed to do. Um, and when I was done, then it kind of clicked to me that, you know, I really want to see, you know, I, I started to pick up skateboarding again, um, and took it really serious because it was something, you know, after college was something I was doing, like after school was something I was doing. Mm. And then, you know, college was finished and, you know, I was skateboarding all the time. And then I got the invite to the international contest and I thought, wow, you know, I, I have the time, um, you know, and I was obviously like, you know, working throughout, <clears throat> you know, those years and I could pay for myself to go. Right. And I did that. And, I, you know, then I realized when that happened, um, I think my skateboarding career kind of, you know, set off in a, in a way that I was hoping it would go. Then a lot of international brands started to pick, kind of pick me up, teach me a little bit about, you know, the marketing behind um, yourself as an athlete and, you know, obviously working with, you know, a, a really, you know, world renowned professional um, management agency help obviously, you know, helping me in every way they can. You know, I learned a lot. Hmm. And the thing, the one thing is the, as much as I learned from sport, I always said, and I always wanted to give back. Right. Um, because when I, when I started skateboarding, I never had that outlet. You know, I, I couldn't turn to anyone. I, would, I had my own blank pages to write whatever I need to write right now. Yeah. So I said, when, when I, when I, make it in some way or other, you know, I'm going to find a way to give back. And as of recently, uh, this year, actually, um, I got a scholarship opportunity to study uh, 
sports management. And I, you know, obviously so grateful for that opportunity uh, to learn. Obviously it's not skateboarding based, but because, you know, obviously skateboarding is taking a different kind of um, road. Obviously, you know, it's an Olympic sport now. Um, and I want to obviously learn, you know, the business side of it um, to apply to into my own career as much as, you know, to give back to the sport as well. Right. That's excellent. So talk to me, obviously this is a creative sort of platform. Um, and I appreciate, and I appreciate the creativity that I perceive in skateboarding, you know, but when you get to your level and you're competing on the world stage, what is, you know, what is, what is the creativity involved in skateboarding? I mean, everybody has, everybody has their, what they're good at, like all the top skaters, what they're good at, but when they bring it to a competition sort of thing, is there space for creativity in, in your run or are you just, or are you just coming what happens? You know, you're just hitting it and you're, like you said, you kind of play yeah. out and afterwards you don't even know what tricks you've done. You don't even know what, you, you know, where does creativity in skateboarding come in? Is, it, is there a part for it? Was it a sport? You know, what is the fine line? Is there a fine line? Yeah, I think um, in a contest, obviously there's, you know, there's tricks that are, that will get you to where you need to be in, or, you know, on the list uh, points wise, mm. but creativity as an individual, you know, what makes you who you are as a skateboarder will be the best thing that you use in a contest. Definitely. Um, cool. If you have tricks, you know, that you do in a video part or at, on street that make people just, you know, their jaws drop, you do the same thing in a contest, you know, it's, it's really going to set you apart. So the one thing, you know, that I, I believe that, yes, you can come with it with, you know, obviously your, your, your game plan and what you're going to do, but you need to set yourself apart. And that's going to come back to, you know, what makes you who you are as a skateboarder. Right. So, you know, you get like, for example, you'll get really, you know, mach really machine competition skateboarders that can do every single contest trick there is, right? And then like you'll watch skateboarders, like one of my favorite skateboarders um, and a friend of mine, his name is Andy Anderson. Yes. And he's a contest skateboarder, but if you see him skate the contest, it's, it's, it's creativity, you know, textbook creativity. So you'll see the contest tricks, you'll see the consistency, but then you'll also see old school tricks. You'll see, you know, Lords of Dogtown style tricks. And this is something that will set him apart. And this is why he will do so good. Right. It's because, you know, creative. He's, he's creative. And it's something that kind of go, okay, you set the bar, you push the progression using your creativity. Yeah. And that is something uh, judges look for a lot. So there's, it's a fine line. And I think it's, you know, when you find it, you know, you can use it to your advantage, definitely. Because the nice thing about skateboarding is that everyone can learn contest tricks, but no one can mimic creativity. You know, right. who you are is who you are. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, so that first World Series that you went to, you were obviously the new kid, right? You were the new kid on the block. And yes, no I one, was. <laughs> and no one really knew who you were apart from, I guess, people that had seen you on, on Insta or, or social media or whatever, yeah. you know. So, but now you've gone back a few times. You've obviously made connections with some of your heroes, you know, and maybe you've befriended yes. some of them. So now when you go, now when you go back, right, 
or even the first time, talk me, talk me through that as this kid who's grown up in Cape Town and you know, you're staying in a hotel or whatever, whatever you, you must feel, there must be a certain level of, I mean, the, the nerves must be, must be through the roof, but there must be the sensation when you walk out with your board and people are cheering you. The first one, people might not have known who you are, but they know that you're up there if you're skating. You know what I mean? You're there, you haven't won the finals yet. But talk to me about the atmosphere for a young guy who's now, you know, you're focusing on your breathing, you're new to this, you, you know, you want to yeah. do your best, but you're probably full of doubt. You know, talk to me about like the feel, like the, the crowd cheering, you yeah. got goosebumps everywhere. Like how do you possibly even, yeah. you know, stop shaking? <laughs> um, you know, I think, you know, the thing is for me, um, I always, you know, I grew up, you know, it comes from again, growing up with nobody around to watch you, you know, you skating by yourself constantly and you dream of this, you dream of that crowd, you dream of all of this. So, you know, it's something you're looking for that kind of, you know, that's where you want to be. Hmm. And now when I go, I think the, be the best one for me was um, last year at the European series, probably the biggest crowd. I, Chengdu was, Chengdu finals was a really, really big crowd. But the European series was definitely a, a, one of the biggest I've seen before, you know, and it was, again, one of those moments where I, I, I walked to the contest, came out the hotel, um, and we were just, it was like two minutes skate away. So just skating through the street and getting to the contest, uh, to the venue. And I walked in, signed in, went up to the, as you go, go up to like the, you get up to the top, right? And kind of the stands are around like that. And you kind of, you hear this ambient roar of people, of crowd, of everything. And um, for me, it's something that, I don't know, it, it energizes me to a point where, you know, I can't even explain it. You know, it's, it's, it's the energy of everyone's positivity, thousands of people's positive energy that drives into you, you know, up. and it's, it pumps you up. I mean, you know, if one person, if you're speaking to someone and they're being really positive, you feel positive and you want to do something. So for me, when thousands of people do the same thing, you know, it makes you feel like you can do this. You know, yeah. it's something. And that's why I'm always thinking, I'm always thanking, you know, my fans and everything because maybe they don't realize how much it impacts, you know, the positive energy that they give me, how much it impacts me, but it really does. So at first I was very nervous. I was very nervous. Um, I think at the Fice World Series were the one they invited me to. Um, the first round, I was nervous, definitely, because I never, ever seen that much people in my life. Wow. Um, you, couldn't, you couldn't see towards the end of the, of the crowd. Like, it was just... But in a stadium, it just started, it's like in a big stadium. Yeah, so at the, the Fice was, um, it was like a... There was like areas around the place that had BMX, it had... Uh, rollerblading skateboarders with this side and you could kind of like go walk around and go to the different uh, yeah. legs of the contest so skateboarding was here and our skate park was kind of like in the middle and around it was just people so when you're standing in the park you can't see to the end of the people <laughs> it's you know it's that's just cool. you in this in this park and you're skating alone for a minute and that's it so I think the first round I was very nervous second round was okay and then when i realized that i got to the final 
I started to believe in myself more than I ever have. And then I realized, well, you know what, actually, this is all me right now. Mm. You know, I can, I can definitely do this. And these people around me want to see me do this. So that energy, that drive, you know, at first it made me nervous, but then I realized that it's actually, it's driving my energy right now. Right. Definitely. Right. And then, and then, and then, I mean, we haven't even gotten to any of your uh, Guinness world records or anything like that, but you know, so, but I want to know when you come back now, you come back to South Africa from all this, from all this hype and all this, all these contests and stuff like that. And you go to your local skate park. What, what you, it, it must be impossible to skate. I mean, you must be inundated with, with, with some of the young guys that are now looking up to you going, how? How do I get there? What do I do? Give me some tips. You know, is it like that? Or are you seen as a, are you seen as a major hero now? Or are people kind of going, uh, you know, are your, your old skate mates still your skate mates? And like it's, and it's, and it's back to normal. Or how is it for you now? Uh, uh, both, both definitely. You know, when I, the guys that I started skating with, I mean, I, I don't have a very big group of friends. I got like three or four friends that I've been skating with since I was 10 years old still, you yeah. know? Um, yeah. So, you know, they, they still see me for who I am, you know, obviously skating is, you know, different for me now, but when I go to the skate park, you know, there's a lot of respect, a lot of respect on my social media. You know, I get daily messages, um, you know, of kids obviously taking motivation from me uh, to continue to do what they do. And the thing is for me, when I go to the skate park, um, if there's a lot of people or, you know, a lot of kids everyone talk or talking to me you know um i won't skate i won't skate because you know i'll be able to do that tomorrow or the next day right but right now i feel when i go to the skate park and there, there is that kind of energy where kids want to learn i'll stop what i'm doing and i will make that session you know that session will go to you learning right now it, when people message me on and they can tell you when they message me on instagram or whatever uh facebook you know, I, we will go into deep conversation of what you need to learn. Um, so for me, you know, like I said, if I'm going to learn something, I'm not going to, you know, just keep the knowledge to myself, you know, or, right. or anything like that. You right. know, everybody else, you know, will, you know, needs, needs to learn as well. And if I can teach you something, if I can inspire you in some way, you know, I'm making, I'm, you know, unconditional time for that definitely so you're very much into to the improvement or the progression of skateboarding in south africa 100 and 200 percent um because i felt you know what i felt i felt that a lot throughout my career i felt like i was running in circles quite a bit um you know getting to where i need to be you know i don't know maybe it maybe not knowing the right people or, or whatever you know came into factor there, but I ran around in circles a lot. Um, and I told myself, you know, if, if any way or somewhere I, I make some sort of success out of this, you know, I'm going to make sure that other people don't have to run in circles. Definitely. Um, and you know, they need to, we need to find a straight path that you can keep going towards your goal. Definitely. If this is your goal, of course. So, so do you see, do you see skateboarding as a means to keep kids off the streets? Um, you know, keep, you know, give, give, give the poor, 
you know, guys that don't really have much given something to aspire to? Is it something you dream about? Is it something that you want to try and build up or are currently building up? Have you got something, something set up or is it just sort of one-on-one that you do? Um, both as well. I mean, you know, from actually, you know, to be honest, my, from the start, it helped me. I mean, I grew up skating the streets of Africa and I saw kids aren't, you know, skating, but also in the, on the wrong path. And you can think, you, you know, you can think um, when you see that, you go, you know, that could have been you. Right. You know, that could have, you know, you know, you never know, you know, what could have happened. Um, so I definitely thank skateboarding for, you know, always keeping me in, you know, let's say um, active all the time. You know, that was the, that was the thing. I was constantly active. I was constantly trying to progress. And, you know, that's something that, you know, helped me a lot in my life and a lot, a lot of lessons I take from that and apply to other parts of my life. So what I have set up now is called fill the gap. It's my own charity initiative um, that basically supplies uh, skateboarding equipment to obviously, you know, kids and communities that, you know, don't have that outlet. So that is something that I, you know, always wanted to do. And I'm, you know, really grateful that it has helped a lot of, a lot of kids, um, you know, obviously, uh, this year we haven't been able to do um, much, right. but um, from my side, I kept in contact with a lot of other organizations, a lot of other skateboarders, and some of them were, you know, running soup kitchens. Um, you know, uh, there was a, a day in this in this last two months um, where I, you know, helped with the with the soup kitchen uh, for one of the initiatives in Atlantis. Um, so I'm still basically, you know, trying to help out where I can. Um, but unfortunately I won't be able to, you know, do any activations, uh, at yet, as yet. Because of COVID. Yes. Okay. And have you got something that we can go and look at or, or, uh, fill the gap? Is there a website or a social media platform that we, if anybody wants to donate or, or help or anything like that? Is this yes, it's. Yes, it's on, it's on Facebook and it's on Instagram, uh, Fill the Gap. Cool. Fantastic. So, so we don't have a lot of time left, but how, so skating at that level, your level, what's the, where's the money? I guess people, some kids have, are in it for the money. They want to make money. You know, they've, they've spent their whole life buying boards and wheels and trucks and whatever, and it's cost them a packet and now they want to make some money. Is there money in it? Was it just through endorsements or yeah. sponsorships? Where how does the money? I mean, you don't have to tell me how much how much how much you guys make, but where's the money? Is it there? Is yeah. Um, it's through there's many means and ways. So it's uh, yes through endorsement. You correct. Um, that's obviously one of the main things. Uh, sponsorships. Um, but that's only sponsorships. So you as a skateboarder, and this is another thing um, that I try to explain as a skateboarder and as a, let's say an, an individual sport. So right. you are on your own. So that makes you somewhat of an entrepreneur. That makes you somewhat of a pioneer. So you can basically take your, you know, individuality, what you and who you are and turn that into a business. So that, I'm much the, like that's the reason I ask because you are a brand. You're the, you, yes. I mean, you're the John Mark brand, you know. So you, 
you, I know you're endorsed, you're always wearing Nike, you always, you know, that kind of stuff. And, and maybe you can tell us who your endorsees are, give them a shout out if you want. But you are a brand and that's what I want to know. Like how marketable is this thing? Is it very lucrative? Is it something that you, if you play your cards right, because you seem like you're, you've got your head on your shoulders and you know what you're doing. You know, you're marketing it right. You've probably got a certain window to do it in, age, age window, you know, where you're going to be at your best. Uh, and do you milk it? You know, do you milk it in that time? Are you working like a business? That's your, that's, that's your window and you're doing everything you can uh, to do the best that you can? Yeah. Yes. Um, so basically, another thing, and I think um, maybe skateboarders can, can take, you know, take a note from this, is that timing is everything. You know, aside from, you know, where you are physically, Right. You know, you need to also keep an ear to the ground on where the industry is. You know, where, you know, is it, obviously skateboarding is an Olympic sport now, so it's changing a lot. And that makes, you know, everything is going, will change right. um, when, when that happens. So, you know, for me, I always work in advance. So, like, for right now, I've basically filmed and documented things that, for the next five years um so it's a lot of work and another thing is is that when you see the the, you know the workload um it's something that you either go wow okay i i i don't know about that you know but (laughs) but you're limitless exactly and it comes down to a lesson you learn in skateboarding you know it's going to be difficult right now it's going to be painful you know and you're going to want to give up but there's going to t- come a time where you're glad you didn't, you know, right. and that's when you land the trick, of course. Um, <laughs> and the same thing, <laughs> the same thing can apply to, you know, where you want your brand to go as a person, if it's a business that you own, you know, if you think of something and right now you don't even, you don't know where to start, but if you think of something and this is where you want it to go, the idea is to start. You don't have to have the exact, plan exact way to do it you know and a lot of success comes from a lot of failure you know a lot of no's yeah as i was saying um you know like with anything you you start something to see the success in it and that's you know something that i've learned through skateboarding the resilience i got from skateboarding was something i applied to, to everyday life when i wanted to you know you know my one of my dreams you know, when I was a kid, and I think any kid's dream, you know, you have uh, playing cards. This is just an example. You had a lot of trading cards, playing cards, and I used to get like basketball players, you get baseball players, and I thought to myself, that was so cool. And that was, for me, a kid's dream. And it was something that seemed impossible, it was something I wanted to achieve. And that happened about a year ago. And bear in mind, that took eight years of dreaming, eight wow. years, you know? of dreaming and holding on to that dream. And the thing is, you know, we all just have to kind of learn that resilience and know that there's no, there is no, you know, confirmed failure to anything. There's no confirmed failure unless the one you accept. Definitely. Right. I like um, that. So when you start something and I think what's with skateboarding and I think skateboarders, if they want to take their brand to the next level, they need to be willing to take the kind of same pain that they take in when they learn a new trick. 
you jump down 15 sets of stairs and someone will go, what are you thinking? You're crazy, you know? But you jump, you're jumping down, you're getting hurt because you want something at the end of the session for sure. Not the result. And you want the result. And everyone around you will do the same thing when you dream big. They'll go, what are you doing? That's, you know, that's crazy, that's crazy. But you keep jumping anyways. And I think that's something they need to know that they, they're learning through skateboarding. And if they want to take it to the next level, they need to take that resilience with them every day. That's amazing, yeah. That's a cool way of looking at it. All right, so so very quickly, I mean, uh, the, the, if, if skateboarding is a sport to you, right, how do you keep in shape? You know, are you, are you, are you, you know, do you go to gym? Do you do push-ups and sit-ups, especially now in lockdown, I guess, you know, you can't really go and skate or, uh, or your, your ability to skate or your times that you can skate or less, but do you, how do you keep in shape? Obviously, there's the mental side. Got to keep a strong yeah. mind, but what do you do body-wise? You eat right. Um, you know, if it, if you are a brand, surely you should be doing that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So basically, um, I have a a training plan. I've worked with professional trainers at the Sports Science Institute, wow. and they've helped develop a a training plan that is suited to my type of skateboarding so i mean we went as far as watching every detailed movement of what or where i have been at my best and we kind of take that and stretch if i can if i can uh, better useful words um and it's <laughs> it's easier said than done definitely um at, at first i couldn't even get through half a session um you know and my trainer said i'm gonna hate him by the end of this but I, um, yeah, I know it was difficult and this, I've been training with like that for the last, I would say four years. And I, he told me it's not going to happen overnight. Um, you're not going to see results in the next two days at all. You'll see it in maybe two or three years. Definitely. If you continue, if you continue. And I thought to myself, okay, I've been skateboarding, taking a lot of pain, a lot of, you know, uh, visits <laughs> to the hospital, uh, for the past decade, so I think two years I can handle, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. So I've been I've been training a, a lot of endurance training, um, specifically because um, of my condition as well. I have to, you know, if I can say I have to train twice as hard because of that, um, to kind of push that limit. So when I'm when I'm training, I have to kind of get to a level where I feel like I'm at, you know, at the height of a session and train 10 times past that. Well, good so, so I have to, I have to, I have to do that. And there's a lot of training. Um, obviously diet is, you know, I would actually say the hardest part of everything, <laughs> um, you know, keeping, keeping to a, a strict diet. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so what is that? What is it? Are you, are you vegan? Are you, are you, no, uh, uh, no not vegetarian? Do you eat meat or what do you do? Uh, I do eat meat. Uh, my, my girlfriend's pescatarian. So it, it really does kind of help, um, you know, when it comes to, to, to meal planning. Um, oh. cause sometimes I can go, I can go, oh, you know, I just, I just want to eat whatever, but <laughs> you know, but that's where you kind of slip, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so it really does help, um, you know, uh, on that regard. But 
basically a lot of if i can compare my diet to to anything and my what you know my trainers also compared it he said you know your training and the way you kind of how active you are it's very much compared to a professional soccer player well there you go um so, so you know it was good for him to kind of go okay wow you know this is a new sport but it's very similar to this it's muscle group is the same to this so it was easy for him to kind of go together um, and help me and bring something back to me uh, to follow. So cool. definitely. Well, John, Mark, your positivity is phenomenal. Um, you inspire Thank me, you. certainly. I'm sure you inspire a lot of people around South Africa and around the world. Um, so over and above the inspiration or over and above fill the gap, what's next? What's next for you? Obviously you want to carry on breaking, breaking records, winning comps. It, what what is next for you? What is your next goal? There are a few. There are a few goals. Um, you know, one of it is to open my own my own skate park um, or a skate park. Uh, you know, that I think that's every skateboarder's dream uh, to do. Um, and from the looks of it, from the from the looks of it, you know, it's it's definitely in the pipeline right now. Um, you know, I've put the word out to to you know all my sponsors, everyone that you know that I work with. And it's definitely something that will be taking place. Aside from that, I'm also going to be creating a, a video, a skateboarding video. Um, I, I feel that although I've been competing in contests, I've been putting out Instagram clips. I haven't shown, you know, and I, all I want to do is show the world what I can really do. Um, you know, what, what I do when no one is watching. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's taken me, I mean, for example, it's taken me about three months to land one, one trick. Um, <laughs> so you can, you can tell the, the long-term goal that I've set for myself. Um, but yeah, I think this is one thing that I really, really want to do. Um, and also just as a, as a, you know, as a thank you to everybody um, for supporting me and, you know, the progression from a young age you know, and kind of show them, you know, this is the positivity you've given me. This is what it's become. This is, you know, this is what is, what is flourished from it. So I, I definitely want to do that, um, you know, and, you know, produce that, that video for, for all my fans, for, you know, for skateboarding. And just as definitely as a thank you, for sure. That's and also, obviously, you know, really, um, you know, work with the, the, you know, the brands that support me, you know, and take it to the next level. Um, obviously with, you know, Nike and Nokia mobile, um, connection wheels, USA, you know, really, really take things to the next level in the next two to three years. For That's sure. Amazing. That's amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. I'm going to ask you some, I'm going to ask Thank you five you. quick rapid fire questions. Don't think about it. Just come, <laughs> just uh, let me know if it comes to mind. Uh, favorite, favorite trick. 360 flip. Worst injury. Uh, head injury. I'm currently listening to uh, DJ Khaled and Drake. Cool. Person I'm dying to meet. Tony Hawk. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you would. I would have thought you would met Tony already. You know, on the on you know on the pro scene and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure he's always in the booth or, or whatever. You know. 
the the funniest thing was the other day I I saw the post about the new game that they that they're producing the well it's a remastered game, and I was on Twitter at the time and Tony Hawk started following me on Twitter, and I thought that's impossible right now and <laughs> I went to the profile I was like no this is actually Tony Hawk no, and he started following me on Twitter and I yeah and I thought no wait I I want to I want to meet him in person because I have a lot to say uh, you know just. A lot too. I mean, so many questions. I mean, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't, you know, see Tony Hawk and what he's done for skateboarding. So, yeah, I'm thankful just for that moment, you know. Um, so hopefully one day I can meet him and you know we can just kind of talk and cool. you know speak about skateboarding. Cool, that's amazing. Stay positive, stay hungry, and uh, you're gonna go. You're gonna go much further. And I really appreciate it. I'm gonna send you a T-shirt. I know you got your endorsements. <clears throat> but that's oh, cool. thank you, you so much. In. You can sleep in it or brine it or whatever, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to send you something. And uh, I thank appreciate your time. You're 45 minutes or so. And uh, anytime. And all the best. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Cheers. Chat soon. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Bye. definitely. Ciao. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>